Good morning, my confident queens. It's your confidence cheerleader, Kiri, coming at you with another incredible interview from our badass mompreneurs, ready to give their best tips, tricks, and stories to finding and creating the most confident you. Let's get into it. Good afternoon, Kylie. Hello, I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, thank you so much for agreeing to meet with me and have this conversation. I'm super excited. Me too. I think that everything that you talk about is so needed and so important. So I'm just really excited to be on here and kind of help spread that message of confidence. Uh, I appreciate that so much. Thank you. So do you want to just kind of get us started out by introducing yourself, who you are, what you do? Yes, for sure. So um, I'm Kylie. I have three children. I have been in business for a little bit over a decade. Um, I started my business as like a photographer, kind of like a family and friends photographer. Like everybody starts, you know, you get a new camera, you feel like you're good. So you start charging people. That's kind of how I got my start in photography. And then um, things kind of really took off once I like developed skills and learned how to market my business and it kind of exploded. And so from there, it's grown into a full-on associate team. I have a whole team of women. There's nine of us total um, that work for Kylie and studios. And then in the last four years, I've really shifted into helping businesses. So, um, not only did we shift from like wedding and family photography to more family and brand and commercial photography to help businesses like get better pictures and whatever, but we've all, I've also started coaching more and mentoring businesses and, um, specifically helping moms in business, because I know how hard it is to, start a business or to have a successful business while also trying to be present for your children. And that's really, really important to me. Um, as I have, you know, started my business and then like a year later had my first kid, it's kind of all been mixed together. It's like mompreneurship and that's a hard thing. So that's kind of me in a little nutshell. You do all the things. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love it. Um, so I think it's super cool and interesting that you took something like photography, which is normally just like a one person job or like, uh, I know a ton of people that do it on the side of, you know, other jobs and turned it into this like massive, like whole empire where you're hiring lots of people and doing all of this coaching and mentoring and everything like that. So talk about um, a little bit of your process and going through that and how you decided to like make that decision. I definitely feel like when I first started photography, I was never going to be like, it was never my plan. It was never my goal um, to do this. Uh, but then as things started growing, um, it just naturally unfolded. Like I hired my first person um, and then I was like, oh my gosh, this works amazing. And then I, you know, developed systems and I think we'll talk about that later. But then from there, I was like, oh, let's add on another. We're growing again and we're growing again. And then it's turned into this now, this huge empire where I can't even imagine doing business without these women by my side. And it's the best part of my life. They're my people, they're my tribe. And it's like, even as you know, someone leaves and we have someone join, it like stays and transitions um, into this just amazing, like every single step of this business has just grown exactly how it needs to. So I didn't set out on this journey to like have this empire and to have this full-time business and to um, make the amount of money I have and have the different, like the coaching and the mentoring and the commercial, like I definitely didn't plan for it. Um, I think just going um, step-by-step in my business and just like as something new is introduced, like being curious and taking a step into the unknown and like taking those risks along the way has really 
brought me to this point. I think that's like the motto of entrepreneurship is just like stepping out of your comfort zone and taking risks all the time. <laughs> yes, exactly. So like what inspired you to like take your own business knowledge and turn it into like this whole coaching and mm-hmm. helping other, you know, mompreneurs? So I actually, when I came to college, I started in um, education. So I, that's like kind of was my first passion was teaching. And then when I was in college, I started my photography business and then I started having children and the photography business just seemed to like fit better with what could work around, you know, like my family schedule, especially when my kids were little. Um, like I could leave at night when my husband was home and we could, I could still be there during the day. And, you know, it was just, it worked really well. And now as my kids are older, I've transitioned to working while they're at school and, you know, it just, that really works, but I stayed passionate about teaching. And every time I learned something, I would turn around and help somebody else. And so even when I barely knew anything in the beginning, I would um, like do one-on-one mentorships with people that are like, oh, you, you do so good at this. Can you help me? And I'm like, sure. Like I don't, and I, I never claimed to know everything because that's the whole thing is like, no one's going to know everything, but they could either go try to find it, learn it on Google or trial and error, or I could help them along. And I feel like the knowledge is already out there. So the people that try to like hide the secrets and try to like um, not share all the things they learned, like those people are, if they're determined enough, are going to learn what you know and more somewhere. So you might as well be the person to help. It feels good to help someone. It feels good to share that knowledge. And along the way, I've learned a lot about myself and I've grown a lot by sharing. Like it's come back to me like a hundredfold. Yeah, I love that. And I 100% agree. I feel like we all are doing our best and like going through our own lives and learning more things constantly. That doesn't mean that you can't also help others in their own journey who are maybe a few steps behind you, you know? So 100%. I appreciate that so much. So what are some of these specific things that you help your business owners that you're coaching work through? Ooh, that's a great question. So kind of, I've decided like my pillars, like the things that I love to talk about the most are, um, first of all, just like positive thoughts or like a mindset. Um, because I think that is so, so, so important with running a business. Most of the time I see women who are struggling in business are struggling because of their own fears, their own limiting beliefs, their own securities. Like 90% of the time, if they're not doing something or if they're not selling something or if they're not profitable, it comes back to their mindset. So mindset's huge. And along with that kind of separately, I kind of have broken it into two separate things this year is the confidence piece. Um, Because women who aren't confident that are insecure, they're going to hold themselves back. It goes along with the limiting beliefs, but I also feel like um, helping women see who they are and what their strengths are and really honing in on that. So they're not constantly comparing themselves to others. And they're realizing like, oh, I do it this way. They do it that way. They're amazing. I'm amazing. We don't need to Uh, I don't need to discount all of the skills and things I have because someone else has different ones. And so that's been huge. And then another thing that I'm super, super passionate about, and I think it's because I'm an Enneagram one is systems. I'm a big, huge systems person. Um, I think that having systems is so, so important in your business. And it also just makes your business enjoyable instead of running you. Um, I think that people who can implement systems in their business are going to be able to go further faster um, because they're not so burnt out so those are the kind of main things and then and then also because I coach moms 
the whole mom guilt piece and how to balance their family and their work life. But that kind of goes with mindset and systems as well. Yeah, I love that. I think those are great pillars that we all need to work on in our our lives, whether we're in business or not. Like those are just great things to have in place. So how how can we build a more confident mindset around our business and you know like in ourselves too yeah so I'm any I know you probably have so 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 much um to say on this but like this week I had a meeting with my girls and I just kind of thought of like just the main things um to help them with confidence a lot of them will do a session and then come in and be like oh that was terrible or they they'll go to a session like oh I'm really bad at this so and so is better at it they should do it you know and they're just going in with this um you know this insecurity so I had a meeting with them I'm like okay Let's talk about confidence because confidence is going to be the key here in whether the session goes well or not. I have had sessions myself where like I go to a family session and the photographer was not confident and I felt insecure the whole time because they weren't taking charge. They weren't moving me around where I needed to go. They weren't telling me what to do, where to put my hands, where to smile. And then I left the session feeling like that was a bust, even though I hadn't seen a picture. I've had other situations where I've gone to a photography session and they directed me from the beginning. I don't know if the pictures turned out or not, but I felt like they did because I was feeling secure in it. So obviously that's a specific example to photographers, but it's the same with anything that you do. So what I told them is the first rule is to fake it till you make it. Like if you go in there acting insecure and you go in there and be like, oh, I don't know, what do you guys want to do? Um, how should we do this? What do you like? Show me what you like. Or you go in there and be like, okay, hi, let's start over here. Everybody come over here. We're going to put you together. We're going to start in this pose. Da, da, da. It just automatically feels better. Even if you don't feel confident, like just pretend you're confident and then eventually it'll come. The second thing is to learn more. Learn more about yourself and learn more about the skill that you're, that you're um, trying to do. And the reason why I say learn more about yourself is because the more you know about yourself, the more you'll realize you do things differently and that's okay. That's like good. It's good. Um, I coached a lot of different women. And even this last week I coached a mom and she was really struggling because stay at home mom life is hard. And she realized, you know, that she's not, she's an Enneagram seven. Enneagram sevens don't like to be trapped. They don't like to um, feel like they're out of control of their lives. When you have a baby, you're out of control of your life. I'm like, okay, this makes sense. How can we start having you be, like have your schedule as a seven um, and and not fall into like feeling like you have to be on this tight schedule and you can't leave the house because you have a baby? Because, yeah, of course, that would feel suffocating because your core desire is to have fun, be spontaneous and not to feel trapped. So the more you know about yourself, the more confident you can be and the more you can be like, oh, OK, I just do things differently or I look at this differently or I feel different about this. And then the more you know about what you do the more confident you'll be because you're like, you have the knowledge to back up what you're doing and why you're doing it. And then lastly, the positive self-talk piece, just with my girls, if they're coming at me and they're like, oh, I did such a bad job. I say, tell me five things you did good. Okay. I'm feeling really insecure about going to the session. Tell me five things that you're really good about, about with photography, because I'm like, I'm not taking this BS. I wouldn't have hired you if you aren't a, a great photographer. You're an amazing photographer. Stop talking about my photographers like that. I always say that with my kids. Stop talking about my daughter like that. I don't mm -hmm. like it when they're talking about themselves bad because I'm like, this is, is silly. It's not true. We, we convince ourselves of things that aren't true. And if we can reverse it to a positive um, self-talk, it, it just goes a lot better. 
It really does. It's so, so important. And I think, especially as women, we get too caught up in the comparison cycle of things and see all the things that we're doing wrong and not all the wonderful things about us and what we're doing. And I think it's important to get to know yourself well enough to know your own strengths and weaknesses, find people who can supplement your weaknesses and who will help you with your strengths. 100%. So I love everything that you just said. I think it's super important and so, so true. So um, you also talked about one of the pillars being the systems that we can build into our businesses. Do you want to talk a little bit more about those and some of the ways that we can implement them? Yes, for sure. Okay, so years and years and years ago when I started my business, I didn't have any systems and I was kind of running around like a chicken with my head cut off, trying to remember all of our clients, trying to remember um, where their last session was. uh, Did they pay their invoice? Did I send them a reminder? All this stuff. Nothing was automated. Nothing was in one place. It was like DMs, Facebook Messenger, texts, um, email, phone calls. I talked to them on the street. It was just all over the place scattered. And at first it was okay because I didn't have a lot of clients, but as I grew and now, you know, this week alone, we were shooting 40 clients. So we're growing, we're growing, 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 right? And now, um, so actually I hit a wall and I actually like had like extreme adrenal fatigue. I lost my memory, um, brain fog, like all these like physical symptoms of just burnout and stress. Mm -hmm. And so it really kicked myself into gear of like, okay, I'm running this business like, like a small, like a small business mindset instead of like a CEO. Do I want this business to grow bigger than just like this mom business on the side? Yes. So I need to shift into the CEO of like, I can't do everything. I'm not good at everything. Um, I need to have help in order to grow. I need to have systems so that every single client that comes in has the same experience. So the reason why systems are so amazing is because first of all, it's going to make you way more efficient. When I answer an email, with my email templates, which is a, a one of my number one systems I recommend to people, um, it takes me uh, like 30 seconds. Whereas, you know, before I'd have to type out a whole email, it could take me 20 minutes, you know? So mm-hmm. it's going to make you more efficient and save time and energy. It's going to give you back balance in your life because everything is the same. So you don't have to recreate things every single time a client comes in. You're just doing the same things and you're using things um, like client managers or calendars or one app that you answer everything so that you're it's all organized into one spot um and then one of the biggest things is it gives you consistency but it also gives your clients consistency so when they come to you and then a friend comes to you they're getting the same experience or when they come to you this year and they come to you next year they're also getting the same experience so that's really huge and then ultimately it gives you less work so some examples of systems um, the first one being email templates or dm templates If you're answering the same question more than once, there should be a template where you can easily just kind of insert your personality, insert like a personal response, but the main um, like copy is already there. So for example, if someone's like, hey, what's your pricing for your service? Um, Instead of being like, oh, I'm so excited you messaged me. My pricing is da-da-da-da, that includes da-da-da-da-da-da, like you're writing out this whole email. You have the whole information like, hey, I'm so glad you reached out to me. Paste template. That's so much faster than writing the email every time. Um, Another example of a system um, is for like laundry. I have systems for my laundry. When my laundry comes out of the dryer, I sort it by person. And that way that it's easy to just grab a basket and go fold it one day instead of going through six 
baskets of laundry at the end of the week, trying to find one thing or sorting it while I'm folding it, which I think that just seriously takes so much longer. And laundry is already the worst. So you can have <laughs> systems in your, for your laundry for um, like at the end of every night, it's like, you know, bedtime routine, your kids set out your clothes for the next day. They set out their backpacks. That's a system. So you can do this in your business, in your life, housework, everything can have a system. The more systems you have, um, the more like just consistent and easy your life is. Cause it's not filled with all this stuff that, you know, you're going to do anyway. So might as well make it easy for yourself. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I was going to say too, with your systems and your business, as you expand and add on, like you did new photographers, I'm sure those systems make it easier to get consistency through each of your photographers as well, because they already know that the, the system that you have in place. Yes. And that's just this, we just had this team meeting this week and it was just going over the system again with them. Like, okay, when you are done with the session, you do this this night and then you send it to the editor and then um, the editor will send it back to you. And then you upload it that same night. If you follow the system, our turnaround time should be no longer than three days, which is pretty incredible when we have a team of, you know, six photographers shooting 40 sessions in a week to have a turnaround of three days. But it's like, if everyone follows the system, you do this, then this, then this, it all should line up really easy for everyone to hit the same goal. Um, whereas, you know, a lot of photographers who don't have systems, fall family season hits and then they have a six to eight week turnaround time because they're just backed up and they have no like workflow or anything they're just shooting and then chaos and then shooting and then chaos and then eventually it catches up to them and they have to catch up Mm -hmm. so um having the systems gives you so much for me it's like gives me anxiety if I'm behind on work or um if things aren't like on time or whatever and so I know a lot of photographers really struggle with fall because they're feeling anxious the whole time because they're so backed up. But if they would have spent, you know, a couple of weeks in the slow season to create the systems, there'd be no backup. So it really is so easy to add every single person on, even just barely, we hired someone three weeks ago in the middle of busy season, but I already had like a training, like modules, one, two, three, four, take these. Like, I didn't have to bring her in and train her. Like I have a system for training. I have a system for onboarding each type of employee that we have. So it's just already easy and ready to go. So how did you go about like creating these systems for yourself? So every time I did something once I saved it. So when I hired my first photographer and I didn't have a system for this, the very first photographer, but in 2020, when I hired another photographer, I was like, okay, this isn't going to be the last photographer I hire. So I'm going to save all this training and now it's going to be a system for the next one. Um, When I uh, write an email back to someone, the first time I've ever written that email, I save it as a template. We have over 150 templates now, but when I started, it was one template because it was like, oh, people are asking about pricing. And that's like, oh, people are about if I add this many people or um, I'm booked on this day. So now I need to save one about being booked and who I want to refer them to. And you know, all the different types of templates. So every single time you do something once you save it so that you don't ever have to do it twice. Mm -hmm. Um, So that is how you create systems. You don't have to go in and just be like, okay, today I'm going to think of every part of my business and make a system. You can just do it super gradually one system at a time. Um, With my podcast, the first podcast interview I did, I thought of questions to ask them. Um, before I brought them on 
and I set it up in a questionnaire. Now, every single person after that person who comes on the podcast gets the same questionnaire. So I'm not reinventing the wheel every time. I'm doing it the first time and then saving it and saving it and saving it. I do the same thing with my podcast. I have an email template that I send out yes. to everybody. And I just switch a few of the questions to be more specialized into exactly. what they're, they're talking about. So, yeah, I, I 100% agree. I rely on my email template so heavily. What about, like, um, any specific, like, scheduling? Because I know you said that when you were first starting with scheduling all of your appointments and stuff, you were kind of, like, spread all over, which mm-hmm. I definitely feel like is normal when you're starting a business. But what are, like, some really good scheduling apps or anything like that that you use? So the first rule for me is that everything comes through email. Um, if someone DMs me, I say, oh, I'd love to send you dates. Fill out this contact form here. The contact form comes to my email. Um, if someone messages me, if someone finds me on the street, it all comes through email. And that's a very important thing that I think everyone can do, no matter if they have like a CRM set up or if they have an app or whatever. If you just direct everyone to one thing, I recommend email. I know a lot of people don't like to answer their emails and emails, you know, are kind of the worst. But what I love about emails, it's they're very searchable. You can mark them as unread until you actually do something about it. Um, and you can you know, organize them in folders um, and they don't get deleted like text messages or like get super lost like DMs when they're way, way down there. Um, so that's the first tip. And the second thing is like finding what works for your type of business. So if you're a service-based business, like a photographer, makeup artist, or a coach, anything like that, I highly recommend HoneyBook. I have a free class that explains it, how to set it up, why it's amazing. If you want that, you can find me and DM me. Um, It's not good for every type of business, but it's really, really good for service-based businesses. And then if you're in like the beauty industry, something like Figaro, um, where you're able to schedule clients and, and choose your hours and whatever, and they can pay in the app, you can send them text reminders, stuff like that. Um, if you are doing like podcasts like this, I really love using Calendly, um, because people can choose what time they want. Um, it, it attaches, you can attach a questionnaire to it. It blocks it off on your calendar automatically. So finding something that works with your type of business, and it's going to be different for everybody. Um, but having some sort of client management system. So it's not just on your phone or on your calendar. It's like coming through a system where you can easily organize your clients look at your schedule, look at your calendar. Um, and that's, that's huge. Um, for me, HoneyBook is the best. We've had it for uh, three years. And then before that, we used one called Tave that was really similar, but a lot more complicated and less pretty. Um, so we have used a client management system for probably five or six years now. And it is amazing. It reminds me when we're already booked, when an inquiry comes in, it um, sends out email, automated email reminders for payments, and um, it gets all of our payments, scheduling, questionnaires, everything like that, all in one hub instead of having all these different apps. So that's really nice. Yeah, that sounds great. Well, I'll definitely have to look into Calendly because I haven't heard of that one before. Um, do you have any like final tips, tricks, anything that you would like to give our badass mompreneurs that are listening? Yes. So, um, my biggest tip for all, all mompreneurs 
is to just let go of all the noise around you of what you should do or how you should do something because there's a million and one ways to do something. There really is. You can listen to me all day about HoneyBook or about uh, systems. And if that doesn't feel right to you, that's not right to you. You know, if, if it feels right to you, it's right for you, you know? And so let go of all that noise and lean into what you're feeling called to do. If you feel like that's a good fit for you, then take a step closer um, to that. And then doors will just continue to open as you're stepping towards what you feel called to do. Um, your life is going to be filled with so much passion and purpose. If you step towards what you feel called to do, instead of what you think you should do because of what some expert told you or what you saw on a blog or on Instagram or on YouTube. Um, and that's really how my business has been built is just taking one step at a time in the directions that I feel called to. And it might look silly to some people and it might look like really dumb to some people, but it's led me to the greatest business and life that I could have never even dreamed of 10 years ago when I started this business. I think that's so awesome. Mal, thank you so much for sharing this all with us. I think it's going to be so beneficial. Do you want to tell us where we can find you and all of your resources? Yes. So you can find me on Instagram, Kylie Ann Studios. Um, and that's where I hang out the most at kylieann.com. You can find, um, I have a free class on there, um, five systems to get started. And that's a really good class because it gives you like more examples about the email templates and scheduling and calendars and stuff like that. So it's created for moms and business kind of to help them balance the craziness of managing a business and running, um, a family. And yeah, those are the, the two main places. Awesome. Thank you so much, Kylie. Yes, you're welcome. Wow. Wasn't that a great conversation? I want to thank our guests so much for being here. If you guys found value in this conversation, please like, share, and make sure to follow our guest and me on Instagram and at our websites. And if you are interested in confidence coaching with me and doing some one-on-one, you can go reach out to me on The Confident Mompreneur on Instagram or at theconfidentmompreneur.com. Thank you so much for being here. See you next time.